Welcome to the Alien Probe Podcast. It's May 20th, and in this week, Congressional UAP hearings, the UFOs are out, the aliens are out, we know where they all are, we know when they happen, we know where they happen, we know where all the crashes are stored, we know where all the formaldehyde aliens are. Joining me today again is Dr. Bill, and I know, Bill, everything... We know everything now, right? I mean, everything, everything's ready. We know. Yeah. We know everything now, right? Yeah, they revealed everything in the meeting. They didn't, actually. <laughs> and, I, and, and I don't think that the uh, UFOs are stored in Wright-Patterson. No. I, think I if, disagree. I think if they were there... Where do you think they are? I don't know. I don't think they would be there. That's too long ago, and it's had too much attention on it. Uh, remember, there was the thing about Jackie Gleason... Uh, Richard Nixon yep. taking Jackie Gleason to see a, a base in southern Florida. So yes. someplace like there or somewhere like, um, I don't know, somewhere else, not there. Maybe the Batille Institute, which did research for Project Blue Book. So something like that. I don't know. Did they tell us? Did they tell us where they were at, Bill? No, they didn't and say what say they anything. were and where where they are. What no. we're seeing, and I guess there's some flying pyramids or something. I don't know. They had some pictures. <laughs> they showed they showed two videos. One of them, they said they had identified that they were UAPs or UF uh, drones, and that they were triangular. And the reason they were triangular was because it was through a night vision goggle and a DSLR, and it gave it a tri triangular shape. But that didn't apply to the video that they were showing. They just learned that from another case where they were um, saw a similar sort of thing. But I guess I don't know, that wasn't clear. And then they showed a video of uh, something that briefly flashed by a, uh, I don't think it was a fighter jet. I think it was some sort of uh, reconnaissance plane. And that showed, um, it, that was a demonstration to show how fast how quick these events happen but anyway it was uh so it was the first congressional hearing on ufos since 19 actually since 1968 and the late 60s you had um i sent you the i sent you the pdf for that 19 april 5th 1966 um the hearing by on the hearing by committee on armed services is a House of Representatives, 89th Congress, second session, uh, unidentified flying objects was in April 5th, 1966. And then there was another hearing, which I printed this out. These are all on the intertubes where you can find them. Um, <laughs> this one's hefty. Uh, and then there was another hearing on UFOs, and this was called the Symposium on Unidentified Flying Objects Hearings before the Committee on Science and Astronautics, U.S. House of Representatives, Representatives, and this was the 90th Congress, second session, July 29th, 
1968, number seven. I don't know what that means. Uh, did you read that? That looks pretty big. Did you read it? Yeah, I'll get to it eventually. <laughs> it's like every time, you know, it's funny because we got the, um, we got that report last year on UFOs that was given to Congress. It was 13 pages long. And, uh, you know, this is the, this first congressional hearing. This is 85 pages. The second congressional hearing on UFOs in 1968 is uh, 215 pages. And then in the, I think it was in the 80s or 90s, they came out with re those reports debunking the Air Force, came out with reports debunking Roswell. They came out with two reports. The first report came out 500 pages long. You can get that on, on the internet. And then they came out with a second report a few years later explaining what the alien bodies were and saying that they were crash test dummies from these balloon experiments. And that report was 500 pages long. And it's like, but then the last report that we got to Congress was 13 pages long. It's like in the past, if they did anything, if you look at any, oh, and then there was the, uh, a few years ago, there was a committee that was doing an expose of, of uh, UFOs at the National Press Club this might have been 10 years ago or something like that. That report was 500 pages long. So it's like 500 pages seems to be like the standard thing for these reports. And then last year we get a report that's 13 pages long. So 500 is the amount where we look at it and go, we're not reading that. I'm not reading that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll take your word for it. Oh, I, I, I really want to, I really want to try and read those, some of those things. Um, but oh, 500 pages. And then in 1969, uh, 60... Sounds like, sounds like our Aztec book. Was that 400? That's 500 some pages, yeah. And yeah, we're see, gonna go yeah through same it. thing, 500. So on December 26 and 27, 1969, there was a UFOs, a scientific debate, which was put together by the American Association for the Advancement of Science. That was a big deal, 1969. And then also in 1969, uh, there was the Condon Report, which was the scientific study of unidentified flying objects, which even though they couldn't identify 20% of the sightings, basically said that the uh, people seeing UFOs were suffering from psychological hysteria. So this was the state of, that, yeah. That that deal I sent you, that YouTube thing, I got through part of it. But Which one? The Australian guy. Oh, yeah. the, you uh, sent that guy. to me. No, I sent it to you. I did send it to you. But he I started it. watching it, yeah. and it's gigantically long. But he did mention, because he's a journalist that talks about, I should have his name, but I don't. Uh, he talks about um, how he is a journalist, and he's, talks to spies and all this different things so i guess he, oh. you know, he's on the inside of a lot of it that might be worth and out. um yeah it's it's pretty interesting but but he part of what he was saying is that ufos he doesn't believe because he can't put his hand on it it's kind of like we do it's like i haven't seen one and you haven't put my hand on one and nobody why are there so many cameras and there's 800 million cameras or billion cameras in the world, and we're not getting anything. And uh, he says there's a there's also discussion out there that he heard that 
they're not real. It's a psychological, it's some sort of weird psychological that the military actually has the military either two things. The military actually has these and we're trying to, we're letting this out to tell the Chinese, Hey, don't screw around because these are actually something we have. Although we're not saying that we're just reporting it through these weird tic tac things and these other reports and, Things like that. And the other thing is it's psychological. There's some weird psychosis that goes on with the people that are seeing them, which is, that's an old story, where you're, something's making, you know, it, but it's it's not just by person. It's some, some, there's a force making us see these things. It's bizarre. I mean, that was a pretty bizarre story. I, I've seen I him. I mean, I don't know. I've seen some of his reporting, so I will... Uh... He's good. Oh, I mean, try and he look is, at that. He's good. Yeah, but like he's like I haven't seen anything. He goes, people tell me stuff, and in they like a spy will tell him things, and that they, they want him to report it, although it's a lie, to because he's oh yeah they're, respected yeah. So That's, they use him as a conduit for their garbage, and he goes, I'm yeah. not doing that. He goes, he usually he because he investigates, and of course finds out that whatever's not real. Yeah, they're trying and to, so he doesn't report it. They're trying to plant misinformation for their adversaries. Yeah, uh, yeah. The guy interviewed him. We talked about the cattle mutilations. And yeah, I'm not sure. About are that. are there people? Are there people mutilations? And but the cattle mutilation. I mean, we've talked about the UFOs putting off radiation and hurting people by because of their propulsion systems. I oh. mean, it's it like oh. are oh. we exposing these cattle to this and then like? I, I'm, um, I'm I'm I'm. I think the cattle mutilations was just good press. I don't know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna look into that. I've read yeah, some stuff on cattle mutilations. A lot of the stuff that I've seen suggests that um, it's just predation. Cow dies. It's predated. Somebody got excited. Started reporting stuff. But we'll see. Um, the radiation stuff is is. I'll talk. I'll do shorts on. I think some radiation stuff. But the um, the guy who flew too close to the ufo and um crashed mantel yeah the he, p51 dude his plane was radioactive when they checked it and then they said that uh, any plane that you know planes flying around get radioactive and then that guy chris lato said he goes that's ridiculous this is the guy that's the fighter pilot uh yep. he says that's ridiculous otherwise you know We'd all be having, all pilots would be having all sorts of problems. And I've been dying to, like, be, I can't, you can't, I can't do this these days. You can't go over to an airport and, like, run a Geiger counter on a bunch of planes and see what, see if it's, it's above background. You can do that, but you might, somebody may ask a question or two. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. You're next to the FAA be coming in on you. Yeah, so, I, I mean, airport security is a big deal. So I don't think that even at the, private, the little airports, I don't think I, I don't want to risk it and go in there and, you know, cause people to freak out because some weirdo wants to measure radiation on their airplanes. Um, I mean, the okay, best thing is just bring, get, bring yeah. a Geiger counter on a plane when you go on a flight and uh, see if. Oh, they will enjoy that, too. Yeah, just turn the sound off. <laughs> What's that? Hey, I was uh break you imagine somebody in the seat next to you they got this thing like what the just turn the sound off. You can just you just watch the meter, you just turn the sound off. I would be freaked out if somebody did that next to me. I'd be like, what are you doing? Well we'll see. We'll but see. Now if I we travel anywhere. We, what's that? If we travel anywhere, I'll make sure I'll bring a, a 
Geiger County. Yeah, just make sure. No, yeah, we'll have to pay for three seats. <laughs> we we're leaning over, but what the hell? <laughs> stewardess, stewardess, we have some nuts on board. <laughs> that would be fun. an air marshal awesome. back by the air marshal. Fellow passengers, oh, what do they do? They're trying to crash the plane. They gonna, have this well, you plane. got a Geiger counter. Um, yeah. Well, you see, it's because this, this aircraft has probably been exposed to uh, UFOs, and we were just checking. Hacking. We're just that'd worried. Be, that'd be we're, the best. We're just—it's a safety. <laughs> we're, it's just a safety thing. Yeah. So, um, all right. Let's go on with the the meeting. It was May seventeenth the congressional hearing? Yeah, May seventeenth. Oh, or are you going to go through history? Then we'll talk about it. Twenty twenty two. Yeah, I'm not going to do any in the history. Okay. I just mentioned the uh, the past reports. I mean, there was the late sixties. There was a ton of stuff. I mean, two congressional hearings. There was a, a scientific meeting on it. There was the um, you know the Edward Condon study that came out and said you know mass hysteria and psychological blotty blah and this is this is the reason this is the reason that the uh, ufo um just went to you know the media just went and said oh it's all people just hoaxes and crazy people and yeah, yeah now we're at the point where it's like wait a minute there's something going on and yeah i don't uh, People do raise some good points with, like, why aren't there more pictures or, or stuff like that? But there are really good pictures out there. There was one that uh, I think I just sent you where in South America they were doing an aerial survey, and one photo shows a, a clear UFO in it from the aerial su survey. There was the guy that took a um, really good photos with a Polaroid camera that are fairly compelling and in uh, California, Southern California. And uh, McDonald actually thought there might be some problems with one of the photos because of the, the overcast was, the cloud was different than the other photos, but I don't know. But the po photos are pretty compelling. There's a recent article, which I mean in the last 20 years, with a reanalysis of those photos, which were finally given back to the, the I think the guy that took the po photos because they were taken by somebody pretending to be an Air Force officer or an Air Force officer. And um, the people that had the original photos were trying to work with the document documentary film crew and the people that had the photos found out that they couldn't really use, couldn't even use these photos because technically they didn't own the, the copyrights on them. So whoever had taken these photos from the guy that had taken them ended up returning them to him because they were useless to him. And then the original photos were reanalyzed and there's a paper talking about that, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that at some point. Um, so the congressional meeting was interesting. The, the committee has 23 members on it. It has an open and a closed session. Only 10 Nine of the uh, members were present for the open session, and I'm sure all 23 showed up for the closed session. Uh, the first, yeah, the good stuff, the secret stuff that we yeah, they know. they did one thing I thought was interesting, yeah, that they said that a lot of the things there was the guy um, Ronald Moultrie, uh, USD INS, United States Department of Defense, Intelligent and Security Chief, uh, he. 
he kept saying, um, we, we, ha we can discuss that with some of these questions. He would go, we can discuss that in the closed session. So, uh, but the guy, I yeah. mean, what, what, what is secret? I mean, I've, they're treating us like idiots. This is so stupid. It's like, you want us to, you want to get it out or you don't you want to get it out? You know, it's like, we're the ones asking the questions and you're giving us nothing of substantial well, they, stupid. Well, they keep talking about, I mean, they're saying it's, uh, you know, the sensors and the techniques and the, uh, you know, the basically the technology I'm trying to get my handkerchief. Um, they're saying they just can't release, you know, secret stuff, secret sauce, no secret sauce. So the guy that introduced it, I think it was uh, Mr. Crawford. He was Republican from from Arkansas, which is unusual for him to start off the meeting. Maybe he's the one who called it because uh, Schiff, a Democrat from California, is the chairman of the the committee. And you know, you know Schiff. He's in the news all the time. Uh, but Crawford, he said that the uh, he said UFO UFO UAPs are a security threat and they are real. Uh, he says, uh, wanted to know the purpose of the meeting was to know the status of the organization organization, and not how uh, they're looking into UFOs, status of how it's being organized. Uh, he wanted to make sure that uh, UFO witnesses, UAP, UFO witnesses were being treated as witnesses and not being treated as cook, cooks, cooks. Um, and he wanted to emphasize that all conclusions of what UFOs, UAPs are, are on the table. Uh, let's see, what else did he say? Air hazard is a big deal. New tech by adversaries. The big concern is that this, the stuff that we're seeing, like the flying uh, cube with a sphere around it, that they that's 15 to 30 feet wide that there's been seeing at the um, like when the uh, gimbal gimbal video was shot so one of the things that they saw was this cube with a sphere around it 15 to 30 feet and they're saying that's a legitimate uh, not in this video but if there's another video with the guy that was a um, pilot that was seeing this stuff um, he gave a talk about how these are important safety hazards because they they literally this this thing would fly between jets when they're out cruising doing their missions their training missions so it's air hazard new tech by adversaries is a big deal and you were just saying that um the concern is like that re that interview with that reporter is this is basically us showing off being able to sort yeah. of leak the information that this is our super tech yeah. and to be That's wary of it stated yeah, it's weird. I don't know. I still think that I don't know when they go into the secret meetings. Oh, okay, no, okay. When they say we can't talk about this because it's secret, just tell us. Okay, it's We we can't discuss it because it's involves propulsion. It's some camera. What the fuck is it? That we can't know. You know what I mean? That the public can't know. I mean, is it, it, it? Don't tell us any technology that we have that you use to get this. Tell us what we know. We don't care about the freaking yeah. 
what we use to get it that's secret. We want to know what it is. Yeah. It's stupid. It's yeah. killing me. I yeah. mean, this is why the public's pissed off, is they treat us like children. You know, we are children. It is like we are children. Yeah, I agree. We are. Oh, I am. You know, I act like it most of the time. But we're uh, you know, we're all we're we we don't we don't know. We can't handle the truth. You can't handle the truth. We can't handle the truth. Uh, well, so they say so. Uh, Schiff uh, Crawford. Oh, he said actually this is interesting. He says um, he's more interested in, for this meeting. He's more interested in um, finding out why we don't have hypersonic weapons, whereas the Chinese and the Russians have, have developed them, and our, uh, Russia has been apparently been using them in the Ukraine. YouTube says we have hypersonic. I saw hypersonic they missiles just, the U.S. hypersonic missile. They just had a success, the first successful test of a hypersonic missile. But uh, Russia and China have them. They're ready to be. They're deployed. They're part of their arsenal. They're working arsenal. So, yeah, I mean, there's that. Uh, so he said that was a big concern. Uh, uh, air hazard. Uh, okay. And then uh, Mr. Schiff from California, he said the national security matter said we can measure this phenomena. So basically you have uh, the leading Democrat, the leading Republican in this committee saying that UFOs are a real this UAP UFO issue, this national security issue, it's a real phenomenon, and it's a real security threat, I think. Not an immediate security threat, but a potential security threat. And then uh, Ronald Moultrie, who's the director of the USD INS. Now, we also talked about that guy that was fired for inappropriate touching or something. And he... Yeah. yeah. This is the... This is, I think... Ronald Moultrie is his replacement, but I'm not sure. I didn't research that, but it's it's the INS is part of that. So he says that oh. they... What's that? I thought they promoted the girl that was involved or something, didn't they? Wasn't I the, think, the oh, female the, that was involved in the situation the, maybe wasn't into that position? The touchy. Uh, one of yeah. the touchies. She was... Uh, yeah, touchy she, guy. Yeah. She was promoted into something, but the uh, this guy... I mean, he's the face. They usually bring the big guys out. Or I don't know. I don't know what his position is. Yeah. I don't care. He was very good. He was very uh, forthright. I, he he was a very good spokesman for this, whatever his position is. Uh, he says they now have a dedicated office for processing, analyzing, and reporting UFO data. Um, there's a big part of it. I guess they want to take make sure that the data is uh, collected and correlated and act accessible at like a central location for people to um you know, for analysis which is important you should have it, the, the data should come to a central place it should be you know accessible through whatever because different instruments may may uh, record in different formats so you want to make sure that whatever format it's on we we've all we've all experienced format problems in this day and age so they want to make sure that they it's accessible and um An analyzable, analyzable. The secret bill is that there's something out there and we can't figure out what the hell it is. That's 
but we they don't want us to know that we yeah. just can't figure it uh, out. What, <laughs> and they, what, they think that's the scary part. Yeah, well, it's 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 interesting because I've been reading yeah. um, I've been reading a book. It's over there, um, which I'll grab. I've been reading this book, which is sort of interesting. Um, this is uh, Flying Saucers from Earth and Beyond by Gordon Lore. And he was a kid. He's a kid who started working for NICAP in the um, 60s, late 60s. And the stuff he's been talking about, and it's sort of like, it's semi-autobiographical. It's like his life as a UFO investigator, which is cool. It's a cool read. And he... Um, the thing is, he, he talks about these sightings that were coming in the NICAP in the 60s when, you know, all this stuff was happening. The, the Condon report, the scientific meeting, these, these were a big deal. The congressional, congressional meetings, the last time they had congressional meetings. Lots of UFO sightings and lots of um, really good sightings. The one I just talked about on the short was from his book where the guy was shooting at it with a 22 Magnum. <laughs> And uh, uh, you need to use some. You need to use some bigger if you want to shoot yeah, UFO. Well, hey, stuff well, like it. Hey, <laughs> you use you use the tools you you got, and uh, yeah, yeah, it was that's uh, a one step above a pea shooter. Well, 20, 22 Magnum is yeah. pretty pretty hefty. I mean, the, the yeah, they'll, yeah. they'll 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 uh, they'll they'll work against a lot of stuff. Uh, and I'm most thinking people, more along the lines of four, 460 Weatherby would be my weapon of choice. Or a 50 cal, <laughs> a Barrett. <laughs> I, yeah, well, a Barrett. It's harder to get that. I could get a 460. I might be tough to get a 50 cal. Yeah, but yeah, that where you live it is. But yeah, you can get a Barrett. Uh, I, I think they're outlawed in California. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, of course they are. So yeah, um, everything's outlawed in California. I'm amazed we're able to walk down the street. They're gonna, they're gonna out, they're gonna outlaw alcohol next. Yeah, well, you're gonna get a neighbor, and it's gonna be me. <laughs> well, if you want to do a side thing, it's like one of my pet peeves is that you're old, 18 years old. You can, they can ship you off to war to die, but you can't drink a beer. Yeah, I, I was like, I what's agree. that? That's I agree just, with that. I mean, that's insane. We can drink a beer if you're on post. You Not can anymore. Drink on base. No. They changed it. Oh, they did it. Changed they, it years. That? Oh, they changed man. that in the eighties. I could dream. I remember I was in at nineteen and I was drinking. Yeah, they changed it. <laughs> yeah. They changed it in that the eighties. Uh yeah, I remember when they made the change. It's just like I just thought it, I can remember the complaints because I was I was in the reserves and the younger guys were just like incensed at this because you know Yeah, it stupid. Be. It's just stupid. It's like ah yeah, it's just insane. So yeah, if uh you can't drink at eighteen, you shouldn't be allowed to be drafted or or um it's know, shot at go, go to war yeah yeah <laughs> get killed you're not you're not you know, yet. you're not old you're enough sent to... home in a box but you're you not... can't drink yeah. yeah yeah and in uh europe uh 16 alcohol and most countries in europe alcohol and beer 16 it's fine no problem do they have less problems with alcoholism i wonder because uh... they don't allow people to drink late at 21 I don't know. It's it's hard to you know kids are going to be kids and and you know you're always going to have kids binge drinking and and stuff like that. I honestly they'll find don't. A, they'll find a way. Yeah. Well, I think it's better. <laughs> it's better to um, 
to let the kids have access. And it's beer and wine until they're, I don't know, like 18. So at 16, yeah. you can you can have a beer, you can have a wine. And it, it seems to be okay in, um, in Europe, and they don't seem to be too terrified at the prospect. Right. Uh, so anyway, so Moultrie said rigorous scientific analysis. He wants to make sure that the data can be, that the information or data can be isolated, characterized, identified, and mitigated, which I guess that's the aerial safety stuff that they're talking about. Uh, it says they're flight mitigated because they're a flight safety risk. Um, it says they want to have the effort to determine origins. Uh, they will examine, oh, will examine adversarial platforms, breakthrough technologies. This is stuff that they're, they're researching. Now, the, the military, what they're saying is they do not think this technology is from like China or Russia. And they're, um, I think they're pretty much saying that this technology is not our technology. Uh, so the U.S. government, uh, they want to make sure it's not U.S. government or commercial platforms, allied or other partner systems and other natural phenomena. Or Elon the, Musk. Or Elon Musk. It's probably Elon <laughs> Musk. It's got to be Elon Musk. So the goal is to, and one oh, of their no. goals is to um, eliminate UFO stigma, which is, they're, they're doing that. And the uh, deputy director of Naval Intelligence talked about that. And that got a lot of press with, with what he said. So this guy said the department's involved. He says the DNI, um, Department of Naval Intelligence, FAA, DHS, FBI, NOAA, DEA, National Labs, NASA are fully committed to openness, but with security. One organization he didn't mention, and this is uh, Chris Mellon wrote an article about this, is the Air Force is unusually silent about this. Which, yeah, I mean, that's uh, why is the Air Force you think being on the forefront of this one? Yeah, I think the Air Force should have been involved in this um, or something. So, um, what else? Then Mr. Bray. What about the Space Force. What about the Space, space Force, Force was involved? Uh, I think the Space Force. <laughs> he did say that the Space Force was going to be involved. Space Force is involved. Oh, good. Yeah. Because this is kind of space. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's, let's get the Space Force. So, the Mr. Bray, the Deputy yeah. Director of Naval Intelligence, ONI, um, he says since early 2000, the sightings have been increasing, sightings in frequency and it is continu continuing. Uh, issues, service flight hazards, threat to operation security, tactical observation, transition UFOs to anecdotal to scientific analysis is what they're pushing for, which is good. Um, I, I have to ask, I'll have to interrupt for a second. Yeah. Um, when, if they had Space Force, when we were, when we joined the military, do you think we would have went in the Space Force instead of the Marines and for yeah. you in the Army for me? Would, yeah. would you went to Space Force instead? Yeah, absolutely. I know I would have. Yeah, absolutely. Wouldn't even thought about it. I would have done anything Any, to yeah. get into that. Just to, just to, yeah, I would have done it. If I was a file clerk, I would I be there. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It doesn't matter. Yeah, same thing. Space Force. That'd be badass. Yeah. It'd be badass. I, I, would have, I would have, wouldn't even have thought about it. It's just like, yeah, <laughs> sign me up. I would have done, you know, sign me up. Just do it. I'm uh, in for 20 at least. Oh, yeah. 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 Easy. Easy. Make it make it my life. Absolutely. Um, yeah, good point. 
Yeah, absolutely. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, I would have. Um, there. Uh, subject matter, bring in subject matter experts. And he says there, this is Mr. Bray again, Deputy Director of Naval Intelligence. He says, no easy answers. Then he showed the video of the um, thing flashing by, which just looks like um, he just wanted to show how quick these um, um, encounters occur. He just wanted to show that. And I'm not sure what this is. To me, it looked like it could be a... Um, uh, one of those silver balloons you get in the grocery store. So mylar, mylar balloon. Yeah, it's just. I mean that, and that's something they do see. So uh, he said that. Oh, and this got in the news. He said that there were four hundred reports of UFO sightings, and he says the reason for and that made a big splash in some of the news sites. He's saying the reports have increased because they have reduced the stigma for making the report and encouraged people to make reports. Uh, I think they're also doing a creating a, uh, a standard reporting protocol. Where, what an idea! So do the paper, <laughs> fill out the form. I can send them a form. form. I'll send them a form. I may I reproduce the blue book form. We'll send it to them. Uh, and then they no, have. That was your invention. Don't don't let them know you stole you plagiarized that. It's government. There's it. no copyright on government <laughs> crap. Um, government forms are not copyrighted. Government documents are not copyrighted. Um, and then the, uh, what they did in the meeting is they had, uh, a bunch of the nine congressmen that were actually out of the 23 that were actually in the meeting, asked a bunch of questions. Let's see if there's anything cool that happened. Um, oh yeah. The, uh, the guy, uh, Ronald Moultrie said he was a science fiction fan and he'd actually gone to science fiction conventions. So that's cool. Yeah, but that because we're, we're, the, we're the ones that are wondrous about this, you know, that think the possibilities there. Yeah, it's a win you that know? this guy's that way. He, yeah, I think so. You know, it's like he believes there could be something rather than the other guys going, nah, there no, can't be it's anything. Nothing. It's, mass, it's hysteria. Psychological <laughs> hysteria. It's mass hysteria. I don't know what's wrong with these people. Oh, the, um, I started to say this, the sightings in the late 60s, a lot of lights, different lights moving around and different colors and all this other stuff. Right. Like mine in my backyard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I'm pretty sure it's that a was a planet. I'm pretty no, it was a star. It's a planet. I don't know what it is. It was not a planet. Star. No planets in that position. I think it was that star, and it's a very bright star. It's a pretty, pretty bright star. It was a usually bright star, um, but that's the only thing that made sense when I did the, the, you know, astronomical analysis of your society. It's the only thing that that was what? there was a star. It was there a star there? I yeah, I and it was. It's considered well. a bright star. And yeah. well, years ago, I've, I mentioned this years ago, I was hanging out in the parking lot and uh, looked straight overhead and there's this really bright light and the clouds were, were streaming across and it made it look like the light was moving and I'm looking at it and I'm looking at it and I was like, this is, it's a, it's a, I see it. I got one. Yeah. I'm like, it's a UFO. Um, and so, yeah. So yeah, and I think it might have been the same star. It was just the site, the Probably. conditions were just right. The sky was very clear, and the star was it was amazingly bright. 
Uh, but I don't know. It might have been. Uh, it might have been Venus. <laughs> it's just like a, I don't know. I don't know. It's it was like, on your chart. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the the pla- the star that I sent you is the only one that I think it could be. Um. Okay. So let's I'll see. Go with that. Well, it's the best thing we can come up right now. I mean, it's. Yeah, he said it was an airplane. I go, it's not an airplane unless it's not moving. <laughs> it wasn't moving, and it, you just had the. Why was it? It did move. It didn't. It didn't move in thirty minutes, but a couple hours it did. So yeah, it's just, well. It should have been. It should have been. Yeah, you should, would have seen movement, in, with the motion of the stars. Yeah. It's likely it's a star, or a planet. But I think it was. Yeah, a star. I went out the other night. It's still there, but it's not as bright. Yeah, so, I think it was. Yeah. I think it's that that uh, that star. I don't remember which Cassiopeia. Maybe I can't remember which one I sent to you. Oh yeah. Um. So anyway, um, Moultrie's science fiction Crawford, how to prevent technical surprises from there. That main question is Crawford is it uh, from Indiana Democrat. He just wanted to make sure that this stuff wasn't, uh, adversarial, like Russian or Chinese technical advanced equipment that we don't know anything about. So that was his question. Basically the answer is we don't know. Uh, Schiff, actually Schiff, you know, they, they, when you see Schiff in the news, he always looks like a crazy person. I don't know about the news that I look at, but he was really, he, I mean, I think he's a really sharp lawyer because um, he was asking good questions. And he actually, the, one of the things about this meeting, and they mentioned it at the end, is there wasn't any controversy. So you had a Democratic and you had Republican congressmen acting like intelligent human beings having a conversation. And it was like, come on, you know, it's not it's hard. hard. It's not hard. It's not hard. Uh, let's see. So Schiff wanted to get better look at the video and they screwed around with that. They weren't really repaired. Um, flight characteristics. He asked about signal management and, uh, which is a, something that I think some of these objects are doing. They are, being they are able to detect when fighter aircraft are you know lazing them or using the radar on them and they may be able to do deploy countermeasures so that's something that's a big concern and um based on the analysis by that one guy from that one that fighter pilot about uaps as a flight hazard uh he was saying that they definitely will respond to contact by a fighter pilot fighter plane because they will they'll drop down what they'll do is they'll immediately drop down below the fighter fighter and go underneath them and he says the only way you can keep an eye on them when they do that is if you you flip inverted which you know i don't think i'm not hearing a lot of pilots doing that unless it's in maverick you, you didn't see top gun yeah yeah see maverick and in, in top gun did you see it? it did you see the new one no, I oh, know it's not out till the twenty seventh. Oh, did get I, I didn't know. I didn't know that. I just I don't keep track. I, I watched the trailer. I you got the pirate version. I no, go no. get it. I want to see it right now. No, I don't have that. <laughs> oh, I'm good. I probably oh, will weekend. go out. I'm not opening. Oh, I'm probably. Oh, it's gonna be big it, next weekend. Some point, I'm gonna go see it because yeah. it looks good and it's got a lot of good reviews. Very. I yeah. didn't see anything bad about it. Yeah, maybe I'll do that so too. We'll see. About going next weekend. Oh, maybe not. Although two weeks. Ava- two, weeks. The, the, two weeks. The new Avatar does look like it sucks. So, so. <laughs> yeah, I will. Maybe go. the last one. 
I will go in. Uh, I will go in two weeks when it's not the big crush on the weekend. Yeah, there's so few movies yeah. out there now. This is going to be huge. So it's going to be packed. Science seat, but yeah, you get it. It's just science seating though. This is why I, oh, yeah. you don't have to yeah. worry about getting there early and getting a good seat. So Debbie just gets a seat. She gets an extra Modern. seat because she doesn't want. I mean, doesn't want to sit next to anyone. Oh, so she buys two <laughs> so seats. She buys an extra seat. I don't care. So I just, I well, she gets me next to the wall. We sit on the end, all the way in the back. Yeah. And then she gets an extra seat, so we're like on our own, basically on our own. It's it's kind of people. Usually, there's a woman on the other side of her that puts all her purse and stuff. In there. It's they tell her that's your seat. Get your purse out of there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how we roll. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see. I I um. I've pretty much given up on going to movie theaters because it became such a waste of time and money because one, the it's different now because it's digital, but I used to go and um, the movies weren't in focus. So it's just like you go on and see, you go into a movie and it's like you're sitting there and it's like, just focus the damn movie. And it's like, they it's like they forgot this was with film so it's been a long time and then they now with digital they can they are focused but yeah. it was so frustrating to go to these theaters and sit down no, and, they just and it's like focus the movie so i i pretty much yeah they just remember they sent the big packet of the giant you've seen them the film the yeah thing yeah the canisters the huge, film, yeah and it's all top secret now yeah. they just don't open there's a digital yeah. copy and they're just not allowed to open it till a certain point yeah and it's and, um, or they time stamped but it's just like or yeah uh, yeah so I, I i gave up on movie theaters because it's like i got you know one you know they're dirty this you know they're dirty the theaters are dirty you're paying a lot of money um they weren't keeping the theaters up i know it's changed a lot with their they're becoming more marquee and more sort of upscale but I just got tired of crappy theaters, out of focus movies, and uh, you know, other mayhem. What we have the biggest problem with, we'll go off on the tangent here. Yeah. The crumpling of the paper. Oh yeah. Yeah. People are shoving food in their mouth, they're talking, yeah. a kid's crying, and they think nothing in the old days, oh God, you get your kid and you take the kid out. Take him out. Yeah, I've done you know, that. You know, because it's just I've done that. They with... don't care anymore. They just let the kid cry and disrupt the whole theater because they think it and I'm like, it's so inconsiderate. You I, can, so I can remember doing that with, with uh, my kid in the movie theater and, and I, I, I have to I go, well, get out. Take him out. I took For him out, take him out and walk, walk yeah. around, he settles down and come back. I mean it's okay. They don't do it anymore. I mean, they do, some do, but more often than not, they don't care about who they're inconveniencing. I'd be mortified. I'd be out of there. I'm like, I don't, don't like inconveniencing people. Well, it's... And, uh, it's, you know, they don't, it's the world. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's uh, there's a, a there's definitely a, definitely a courtesy. People are crossing the street, and the light's green, and they're, like, strolling along. Oh, in California, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Out of the way. I will... I'm more afraid about getting run over, but I don't cross the street when it's green yeah. to the car. <laughs> but they don't care. Hey, you're not going to hit me. Well, and I'm just going to walk slow. Well, in Chicago, it's like I can remember my mom coming out and telling her if we were walking somewhere, especially in the wintertime. Um, and they warn you. It's like and people had warned me. He says, you're from California. 
you're used to going in the crosswalk and people stopping. And in the wintertime in Chicago, you... a car cannot stop <laughs> safely. Yeah, they'll and, slide. And, yeah, and you will get run <laughs> yeah. over. So they're like, you need to, yeah. you need to wait till you need to, you know, be a courteous pedestrian, and you need to um, um, wait and then cross because you will get run down because the roads are icy, the cars cannot stop. Um, and I can remember um, getting some close calls, especially near the university, when you know, people obviously from like, California, someplace, just ambling into the into the crosswalk and i i missed somebody oh, wow. by about that much once and the look on their face was great because yeah. i'm like look at look. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and i think i had the i think i had the uh brakes on but the car was just doing its thing and the and i looked at the guy you know i got the lighting <laughs> yeah i got the brakes i'm trying not to to lose control of the car and the the guy in the crosswalk's got this look on his face as i scooted by him and i literally missed him by that much and it's like, yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's and they're and the police are just going to say it's 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 not um, not my fault. They're going to say, hey, they stepped in front of you. They've actually changed the laws in California where um, if someone steps in front of you, although it's California, you're going to get sued and screwed anyway. Um, yeah. It's Civilly. supposed it's supposed to be their fault, but um, yeah, like the like, pedestrian, yeah. Yeah. Oh, they'll never do that. They're supposed to. They're that supposed to. Happen. They're not supposed. The law is you're not supposed to step out unless it's clear. But then it's like I can remember coming back from California and driving in Berkeley, and it's just like the same thing. People just like step out. It's like, it's like, yep. They don't care. Oh my god. So anyway, um, all right. The uh, let's quickly through the last few notes on Dr. Weinstrup from Ohio. He's an MD. He was more. I have cons- to know. I have to know what we've come up with. Yeah, he was more. <laughs> uh, blah blah. He didn't have anything exciting to say. Sensor data, physical object. Blah blah blah. Uh, allies have seen China. Oh, uh, and then the guy responded. Um, he said the allies have a Ronald Moultrie responded to his question. The people, I should say, when these questions are being asked by the congressman, they are mostly answered by um, Ronald Moultrie, and some of them are answered by um, Mr. Bray, Deputy Director of Naval Intelligence. Um, Moultrie said that allies have seen UAPs, and China has a UFO task force. Um, And then, um, what's that? China has their China encourages their citizens to report to the yeah. government. They yeah. have like move like we have move on. Yeah, they have organization more than one organization over there that actually the government encourages them that encourages them to have these organizations and to report to the government what they're seeing, which is really interesting. I, I found. Oh yeah, I think uh, I uh, I know. Yeah, the uh, um, yeah, probably theirs. I don't know. Yeah, I just read a <laughs> I, I just read an analysis of um, what would happen if we were. I hear the frog. Can you hear the frog? Um, if we had an if we went to war with China, um, 
an analysis of what would happen. It's absolutely nuts. It's because what every would happen. Uh, go into any any uh, store like Walmart or Target. Anything made in China is going to disappear within a month. So what's going to be left in in Walmart or Target? You're going to have food and nothing and nothing else. <laughs> Some food, well, based on what's going on now, it might even yeah. to that. And so basically, we'll just destroy, you just starve us to death. Well, it's, it's <laughs> just, we won't have any clothes. Yeah, you just like take this. There's going to be no clothing. There's going to be no, you know, kitchen appliances. There's going to be no, you know, textiles. There's going to be nothing. No, nothing. The only yeah. thing there is going to be like some food. And then, uh, and then it gets worse because it's also like car parts, spare parts. There's going to be no spare yeah. parts. I mean, we're going to be scrounging in in. Um, junkyards if your car needs a spark plug no spark plugs well spark plugs last a long time yeah but no parts no spare parts pool pool industry is already suffering with that i mean we have one vendor in particular that we can't get pumps from china to any great extent yeah well we get the pumps really know what's going on i think it's a chip they keep saying oh yeah we get from them yeah well, that's and a, I, there's another vendor that has plenty of pumps, so I don't know if we're getting those from somewhere else. I don't know the inside story of it, but it's interesting because we have one vendor that's got everything, and we got one another one that's struggling. They do have pumps, but they're um, flowing in at a much slower rate, and it's hard to build a successful pool without a pump. Yeah, I <laughs> so think you need a pump. It got, got a lot of filters and heaters. <laughs> I just what, don't have what, any pumps. I do not think pools are a green technology. So, California yeah. should outlaw pools. I mean, and they're what they well, waste water, well, they, they waste energy. They should outlaw them. You should be writing your um, your state representative to to do something about pools. I'm probably not going to do that. Well, they already they require very. I don't know if you knew this. They require variable speeds now. Where for the pumps, a single speed pump are no longer allowed. Now you can't not for anything oh. anymore it used to be just for your main pump but now we're no longer able to pretty much get they're scarce you can get them but yeah when somebody calls and asks for a single speed pump you got to steer them they have them but they're they can't be over one one horsepower total so one horsepower total horsepower is that's an is energy, a energy energy quarter thing. horse energy use yeah they, okay the pump can only be three-quarter horsepower, uh, really, and then a total horsepower because it has a service factor of math. So, uh, yeah, I don't think that. Um, I mean, it's it's the, the, the amount of energy to move physical things is going to be fixed no matter what, so I don't even know if that makes sense. So it's like you're going to run your pump for a certain period of time to do whatever you need to do, and then it's going to stop. So uh, I think it's just a matter I, I don't believe anything anymore. Uh, everything is nuts. So I don't know. I don't know. You, um, yeah. I think you figured out in about 10 seconds what the rest of us already know. Yeah. I mean, it's just, a, I, okay. Yeah. I mean, you see, you I've work in variable. I run, I run it at a thousand RPMs for eight hours, or I got a single speed and I run it for 3000 RPMs for two hours. Yeah. And it's going <laughs> to use, it turns the pool over the same. Yeah. It's the same <laughs> amount of energy involved in either case, except for one. Oh. Yeah. It's like, uh, come yeah. on. I hate I hate these regulations. I mean, it's just like you got you got morons. They're morons. 
doing these regulations and they don't even think, I don't know how they do these analysis. It's just like, I think they're all uneducated. They're all educated. They're all from, you know, the top common schools. Common sense. Yeah, they're all no from the top. Sense. Yeah, they're all from the top schools, but yeah. they don't have any sort of um, technical engineering or scientific training. They go, "Wow, oh, we need to do that. This makes sense. This this is good." Um, yeah, it looks like we're just gonna we'll just finish up the. Uh, let me finish talking we'll about the meeting, talk and then we'll go. We'll do it's the we'll, we'll do the Wilson memo next time. Yeah, on. let's talk yeah. about Skinwalker though. We got to we oh, yeah. do season three, oh, episode three of Skinwalker. Oh, All right. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I forgot about Skinwalker. I got so, well, we'll finish up on the the congressional thing. Thing. Oh my yeah. god. All right. So we screwed up last week. We were saying it was season two because we had erased from our memories that uh, that this yeah. was season three because we were so traumatized. <laughs> of from season one and season two of Skinwalker. Um, oh, oh my God, which is the front page? It's the front. Um, so they keep pushing the malevolent intent and uh, Travis Taylor, PhD extraordinary is, I, I, you know the guy, if you watch his eyes, Travis Taylor, the, the PhD astrophysicist, he blinks. The southern dude, the yeah. red-haired southern dude, yeah. or the blonde. Yeah, yeah. He blinks in Morse code. Help me when he's on screen. Just watch his eyes, <laughs> and he'll he'll blink, and it's in Morse code, and it, he's he's blinking. <laughs> help me. Um, help make him help me. They're paying me. They're he's blinking. They're paying me, but I hate this. Help me. Um. Oh my God. Uh, he's on every other show, though. He was on the other one. They were tearing the sky. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's like making the rounds. It's making the making the moolah, making the money, uh, making some money, making some money. Hey, work it, work that, get it while you can. It's like uh, from the producers, the old movie with Zero Mustel, not the new one. Uh, he goes, he goes, um, flaunt it, baby, flaunt it. Well, you're making it. Yeah, flaunt you got it. it. Flaunt it. Flaunt it. Yep, absolutely. Uh, so they're trying to stimulate something in the sky they uh, from the triangle. Uh, the rocket, the rockets are only 20 or 30 seconds, so they went up with an airplane. What about a drone? Yeah. What about a drone? Do you think, what about a drone? Well, no, they won't. That's boring. You got to be in an airplane when they got a new girl that's a pilot. Well, yeah. Not a new, well, yeah, yeah she's new to the yeah. show. Girl, woman. And they, the woman. ADSB, yeah, the, the, the female, the ADSB failed during the flight. So they freaked out about that, and she freaked, she didn't, and then it made a big noise in there, which sounded like grinding, when the ADSB was failing at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So they, so they had uh, so they had a equipment malfunction on the plane. They loaded in uh, GPS, yeah. gamma ray, and all sorts of other stuff on the plane. Um, what was it? Oh, one of the screens they showed when they're showing the the the. Planes, the big monitor showing the airplanes in the area. So they couldn't see the plane they were seeing. But in the lower right corner of the screen, there was a plane doing a uh, search pattern. Yeah. So it's like, remember the last episode? It was like on the screen, it was yeah. over there, there, and like there are two episodes ago, it was like directly over the ranch. Now it was over here in the lower part of their screen. And it was just like, and it's the same plane probably doing a, a mapping. It's probably a G geos you know uh geo survey air mapping of of the area so but they didn't mention that they go hey it's over here but, now um, 
But the plane, but they saw a shadow of a plane following them at the same time. I've, I've had that same experience when I've been in small planes. I've plane. had that experience too. Yeah, or a helicopter or, or Huey when anything that. you're flying in when you're close to the ground. Yeah, yeah. I, I can remember hanging out the side of a Huey and looking down and watching the, the shadow of the, the yeah. helicopter. Mm, there's a helicopter. Look, there's, there's, a hot, there's a plane. There's another <laughs> helicopter out here. Um, well, then, then they had the thing where it showed them, they replayed them flying around with that grid pattern, but now it's 62 and a half miles oh, under the ground. That's interesting. <laughs> Let's see our, uh, the, the uh, what was that machine called? The ADSB uh, malfunctioned. Yeah. So, and then the, uh, they had five GPS trackers on the plane and, or, and, or five or six and, and five out of six stopped working. And they had one that had great data, but all of us, mysteriously, none of the, the uh, others worked. It's like they, you know, and then there was the echo in the control room. It's like our our technical equipment is, is not working. It's a malevolent force. I mean, yeah, it's, right. kind of, it's kind of like some of our earlier episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a malevolent, do that. A malevolent <laughs> force. That's what was wrong with my, our audio. We had a malevolent malevolent force. force. Uh, let's see. They went to the airport. They got the plane. They went and looked at petroglyphs. They had a really good um, John Redbird Dover, who's an archaeological investigator for the Navajo Nation Ranger Program. Uh, just took them through and to talk about some of the petroglyphs in, in the area. And then he focused, and then of course they focused in on the spiral. Spiral. And he's like, spiral yeah, represents a portal. And they got all excited. Yeah. Well, no, I, it's another thing I wanted to bring up about this the, by the mound. Remember, they had the rock and the hole. Remember the yeah. hole in the rock? And it kind of resonated with me. The And he goes, you can, when the sun comes up in the spring and summer, you, you can see it coming up through the, you know, and you can see it on the horizon the if you look through the hole, right? Yeah. yeah. I just, it, it flashed on me. I remember um, Journey to the Center of the Earth, the original, the good one. Yeah. And it, it, the way they found the entrance to the cave to go underground was, was this? the sun coming up and shining through this hole in the rock into, I go, I wonder if that's the, is the sun going to come it? up and be, shine through this hole and point out where the, where the portal is? Yeah. Yeah. That also was in Lord of the Rings. It could be that easy. It was Lord of the oh, Rings. Same thing. Yeah, they, they showed up at this doorway, and I think the sunrise or sunset had to shine on the doorway mm -hmm. to activate it. Um, yep. Yeah, I, I I would have liked to have seen better mapping, because you can use... I you know, I had the program to look for where that star was that you were seeing, and um, you could have just used any astronomy program to sort of map the angles and, and the time exact time that the sun would come through that that hole. So you could have, you could have mapped that out and, and got more information. Um, one of the things that they don't do that's really irritating is like you go up with the plane with all the GPS. They didn't mention anything about the Geiger counter or the cosmic ray detector or anything detecting anything in the, in the plane. But there's something that yeah. you, you do. And uh, their, their scientist, Travis Taylor, Ph.D. extraordinaire, he should. He should be talking about this, this repro reproducibility. I mean, you go up, uh, if you have an equipment failure, you fix it, you do it again. And you do it 
two or three times. You just don't do it once and go, it's a malevolent force. Uh, and so you they, know they got they've got that magic thing that shows where all the planes are that it, their plane didn't show up on it, right? It's because the and planes. I, I know there's, there's something. I know there's special equipment that they've got. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's yeah. a it's an app. It's free. That's a that's a giant. <laughs> that's a giant iPad. Your your iPad is huge. Um, Everything's bigger here. Yeah, big, big, <laughs> bigger in California. Bigger in California. Expensive, uh, yeah, <laughs> and just times ten. Uh, so yeah, shadow of the plane. Uh, and then they're talking about the one one point two gigahertz uh, record thing. I looked on Reddit, which I hate Reddit, uh, but they were saying um, some people in Reddit were saying it was a uh, harmonic for their for their equipment. So it's just like a, a, some sort of harmonic, and it wasn't a big deal. But I don't know. I don't know. Reddit. It's information on the internet yeah who knows and they um, said they're being eavesdropped on they think they think that we're being because spied it's being on. fed back yeah oh we're yeah spied on who's spying on you the space the, <laughs> the, 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 the interdimensional <laughs> interdimensional oh, spied on. interdimensional space aliens are spying on us um yeah that was about it and then next week they're going to do yeah. do telescopes to look at the sky um, oh, there's something new. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, so it's it sucked. Yeah, <laughs> it's that. terrible. That up. I will not keep my notes. Uh, the um, unlike unlike um, what's that? a blind frog ranch. Unlike blind frog ranch, which actually has. The potential to have genuine and interesting mysteries that you could explore, but not necessarily supernatural or space alien mysteries. Um, Skinwalker Ranch is really pushing it on, uh, you know, I don't know what theater. I guess you would call it the theatrics. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just. Uh, um, bugs me and then why are the um why are the security guys packing pistols still yeah so so i'm like well you know you might get attacked by whatever well i mean it's just like uh yeah is it is it because of snakes i mean yeah a glock is not a great thing for a snake use snake load yeah 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 yeah. they could use snake loads those will work um it's probably more likely the reason they're carrying that would be my guess is that you would just you load them up with snake loads and then um, um yeah use them they work that. yeah they would do it that would make sense so anyway yeah we we've, we've wasted another hour um we'll finish up a few things on the uh, congressional hearing next week and uh maybe i'll look at some of these older congressional hearings and i can compare and contrast although don't hold your breath and uh the wilson memo we will we will yeah we want to talk about that yeah Yeah. that's an interesting thing sort of that is interesting yeah sorry sorry everyone out there the best thing we didn't talk about yeah i never heard of it before. we'll hit it next week though yeah yeah it is good it's got some possibilities but we'll we'll see what we think next week all right that's it let's wrap it up Thanks for listening to the latest episode of the Alien Probe Podcast. We welcome comments, questions, or requests to alienprobepodcast at gmail.com. Visit us on Facebook, 
See our website, alienprobe.net. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram at alienprobepod. Like and subscribe YouTube at Alien Probe Podcast. Just type in Alien Probe Podcast, Doug Anthony, and you'll bring us right up to uh, where we won't get lost in the millions of other Probe Podcast episodes and store or shows. Excuse me. Thanks to uh, our senior producer Robert Anthony, and of course Doctor Bill. We'll see you next week. Yeah, and I want to thank uh, Germany, France, and Brazil for uh, listening. Because we have, um, yes. we, are, we are charting in Apple Podcasts in those three countries. All right. Yeah, so, send, us, send us some notes. Yeah. See if you want to listen to anything special over there. We'll certainly chat about it. Yeah. Tell us your secrets. All right. Till next yeah. time. Bye-bye. See you.